Hello and welcome back to Keep It Candid, our weekly pop culture podcast by me, Millie Cotton, and me, Sophie Milner. So we've got a very special guest today on the podcast. We have Amy Thompson here with us and Amy is the founder of Moody, which is a new digital platform intended to help women better understand their hormones, cycles and moods. Welcome to Cute Candid, Amy. Oh, thank you so much for having me. We're very excited to have you. So excited, especially considering I think you know, hormones and all this kind of conversation comes up again and again in Keeping It Candid, I think. It's something we talk about a lot. It is something we talk about a lot. Yeah. Last week we ended up on natural cycles and talking about influencers and them promoting natural cycles and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's it's very fitting that we have you here. Of course. Well, it's relevant for every woman, right? Like every woman has hormones, every human being has hormones, and also everyone can kind of relate to it in some way. There's always some story that someone has and an experience that means that we're all kind of connected by it, which is quite nice. It's quite a unifying factor. So could you tell us a little bit more about Moody? Yeah, of course. So um, the first app that we're launching is called Moody Month, and it's essentially the weather forecast for your moods and hormones. So it gives you a daily and nightly kind of information about what your hormones might be doing um, based on very well-researched science. So we've taken all the science from the contraceptive, which is a very big industry, Mm -hmm. so worth about $33 billion. um, And rather than obviously use it, yeah, pretty massive, um, but rather than use it to create a contraceptive, which arguably, you know, could be quite a repressive um, tool. Uh, we want to kind of democratise it and give it back to women so that they can understand themselves a bit better. Um, but also you can log in the app. So the idea is that you get your daily forecast, which is based on averages, and then actually you can log your moods, your symptoms, you can log what's going on in the world. You can also memo, so you can text memo and voice memo, which means that at the end of each month you get almost like a capture of like what your month looked like, both from obviously understanding the kind of science behind your body, but also more importantly the reflection of your own patterns so what are the things that for you as a woman are either things that are stresses or things that are going really well because it's also not about just the negative it's actually also about understanding the positives as well so yeah it sounds amazing yeah Um, how long do you have to use it for before it can you know fine-tune to you so the kind of kicking it off like you just need to give it your age and your period cycle so when your last period was but you can also use it if you're on contraceptive um, and it gives you just daily information almost like an advent calendar for your kind of health and body Um, and then basically dependent on how much you're logging will kind of depend on how much it kind of refines so you know if you're using it just kind of to annotate or diarize it will give you a time capsule at the end of the first month which just gives you patterns so there's a lot actually within it but there's also a report system as well which will show you what are the different things you were logging how frequently did you log them what were the kinds of patterns and relationships so for example for me at the moment um one of my biggest stresses from a world perspective is fundraising so raising capital to build technology is yeah. a very stressful thing yeah. <laughs> um, and so what I've been tracking is like when within my month fundraising becomes stressful relating to like when I'm having big meetings and I've kind of changed slightly how I'm approaching it so I don't pitch the business at certain points so yeah there's like it can refine really fast but the longer you use it obviously the more accurate and the more kind of personalized it becomes yeah Yeah. that's amazing that you 
alter things within your month because of your period. Do you think that's something that's like super important? Because obviously I, I have maybe, I think like almost a week like before my period where I am mm-hmm. just a bit mad. And I find, I think mad is like the right word because it's, I don't feel like myself and maybe you would disagree. I don't know, but... Well, I think it's any word is me, the right. It's how you describe it, right? I mean, yeah. it, it's for me the the idea is you. So, for women, you have four phases. So, you have the first phase of your cycle, which is your kind of just your bleed. So, mm-hmm. you're bleeding for however many five days as an average, um, but your estrogen is actually beginning to incline. Then the second phase of your cycle is where your estrogen is kind of rising right the way through to ovulation. So, again, we were talking before about this kind of idea that rather than think about your period as like the on or off or the utility, mm-hmm. it's about thinking about each phase as something that you can better understand how you're going to feel. So, better prepare yourself for what you could be doing in that in that part. Yeah. So, when you're like rather than th- thinking about ovulation as oh I'm fertile (laughs) great Um, it's actually like oh my god my hair looks great your skin is always good you're like way more in tune in terms of conversation you tend to be sharper in terms of how you communicate I actually get a bit like I'm quite chatty naturally but I get really like fast paced and I get super animated yeah um and I think I look a bit more mad at that point because I just get so excited (laughs) about everything and then in the second phase which was like the third phase and fourth phase you tend to be much more kind of lo-fi so you rather than be so extrovert you're maybe a bit more introverted Mm -hmm. you don't feel as sociable but also things like alcohol so I when you're drinking alcohol it can have much more of a kind of anxiety inducing effect because your anxiety might be slightly higher so it's about thinking about all the things that you're going to be doing anyway it's not about you know me not having meetings it's just thinking okay well how am I going to feel in that meeting how am I going to prepare myself so that I don't go into the meeting feeling on the back foot yeah um and the same for booze actually I know when in the month I'm gonna be like crazy (laughs) I'm drinking wine there's certain points in the month where when I drink wine I just feel more mad yeah and then certain points in the month where it's not as bad so and that's to do with my metabolism So pre-ovulation, I can drink all the wine. Post-ovulation, yeah. I tend to be a bit more like careful <laughs> about how much I'm consuming. Yeah. I've um, never thought about that ever. See, have I, you? I, well, I think it's I think it's amazing, and I know. See, I started using Clue, yeah. and from downloading this app and doing a very quite a very straight up comparison. I love the fact that this app, obviously, like you're you're here. I'm totally going to say the best things anyway. But (laughs) it is the fact that it is it is like you said a weather forecast for your emotions. And I felt like with Clue, I was like, oh, I'd log that, but it never really told me much about why or the different phases. It was a very like an on or off stage of like what my period is. And but through a bit of really basic tracking, I began to learn that through certain stages. I would react in certain like in different ways and like for me I know that I do become quite withdrawn when I'm during my period I don't really want to go out and socialize yeah. and talk to people or if I have to because there is an event on or it's my friend's birthday I will mm. go to that but I will probably plan on leaving early and instead of making myself feel really guilty and being like what's wrong with you like why are you so antisocial? you're such a loser and berating myself internally which I usually would I'm just very aware of that's what I'm like at that time of the month and I need to dip out and go home and that's yeah. it and I don't feel bad about it yeah. and it's really weird because I think I've, I've grown up with my mum being very sort of like oh you get hormonal before your junior period and you know what but you should never let that control how you feel you should just own the fact that you know you're aware of that and then just get over it and just act normal and I completely get where she's coming from I admire the fact that she can do that and turn mm. those emotions off, but I just cannot do that at all. So, like, when I get quite PMSy and emotional, I just kind of... 
I tried to just rationalize it and be like, I know why this is happening have a little cry if I need to and then get over it instead of trying to push my emotions under the carpet so that's why I think and I also I really struggle with my emotions in general a lot of the time especially things with anxiety so that's why apps like this it really it, it really helps me to understand myself and feel less guilty about the way that I feel and do you know what guilt is the biggest problem right I think that's the one and you're so right it's it's kind of there's a there's a new way of thinking and I think for women certainly in an era where rather than just accept what has to be accepted we're starting to be like actually we live in an era of emotional intelligence Mm. and in an era where people have to be more attuned and so if we're going to tune into that you can't just tune into the good bits you have to tune into both and kind of understand both for yourself yeah Um, which is kind of why we called it moody actually because we were saying well every woman on the planet that we know <laughs> has been called moody in some way or hormonal as a yeah. negative so it was like a cuss and it's like well if you weren't moody you'd be a robot so you literally if you didn't have these like highs and lows of your emotions so it's about understanding them and having the power and the knowledge to be aware of mm. them rather than saying oh i'm moody therefore i must be bad Just like it you know every emotion has different experiences for different people as well and if you can use your cycle to help give you more structure around it then it gives you so much more relief like it totally I mean the the kind of background was that it changed my life the whole idea of structuring this stuff changed my life but Mm. I was like how does not every woman on the planet why are we not in school told this yeah like why are we told that our periods are like or we kind of get out of gym or whatever (laughs) it's like this weird thing where I'm like actually your period should be this amazing thing where you're like understanding it and using it for what kind of food you want to eat oh absolutely that's speaking of that I found this really interesting um I listened to a podcast the uh, the other day and it was by a personal trainer called James Smith and he yes. did did you listen to it's a female yeah. fat loss one and he talks about the menstrual cycle yeah. and um how, like how yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's actually amazing and he kind of made me laugh he was like I might get to know get to know as the period guy but I don't really care because he was like as a personal trainer it's really important to know your female clients menstrual strike um, cycles and when I get a new female client I will ask her when the date of her like first like, her last period was yeah. and it's so important he goes through the different phases and how that affects fat loss and your cravings and your energy and how like on average he found that his female clients were lifting and performing at about 60% of what yeah. they usually would in their was it luteal luteal phase yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah and so, I found this yeah. so interesting well exactly because you've got so pain thresholds are yeah, they're variable so you're much more like in the first part first and second phase of your cycle including when you're on your period actually you're much more likely to have more strength you're mm-hmm. much more likely to be able to deal with pain better so we always say like you know for example things like bikini waxes right <laughs> don't get a bikini wax a week before your period because yeah. it's going to kill so yeah. hard and like you know everyone's open to make any choice but I know that about myself and therefore I I schedule that and it's like it doesn't matter in your lifestyle if you're like really into weight training and you're really into yoga or you're really into like I don't know like anything that's kind of within your lifestyle just thinking about when you're going to feel best or worse but same I used to run a lot and you know I would never ever be able to get a PB Mm -hmm. in that part of my cycle and Mm -hmm. it would just frustrate me and it wasn't until I realized that it was literally to do with my energy levels yeah 
because you just don't have as Absolutely. much energy. And I think it's I think it's really sad the lack of knowledge around that because this this James guy was saying he that how you know he said before he was aware of this he'd be sort of like spurring on his clients and being like come on you pansy you were lifting just like twice as much of this last week and he they would leave like really demoralized yeah. and then he realized what he was doing and that's why he was like I don't ever want my clients to leave demoralized about that and I mean I when I when I I find that I'm less coordinated when I'm Probably, when I'm boxing yeah. I've like <laughs> nearly punched myself in the face missing the bag <laughs> things like that and it's just like how but it's realizing that it's not me being just generally shit it's just actually a natural thing to be like that at that stage of my cycle has just made me be like it's acceptance yeah it's made me just be way more accepting on certain things it is so bizarre that we're not taught anything about it at school though right because this is something that's going to affect us until we go through menopause that's Mm. what like almost maybe 40 50 years of our lives and we know nothing about it yeah, and even post-menopause, right? So, um, you know, this idea that you're kind of... It's about your balances. So your estrogen depletion when you go through menopause, you still have hormones. Mm. They're just... It's a totally different experience for you as a woman, potentially, because your hormones do dictate it. It's like when people talk about having a bad experience with contraceptive. Mm. And I actually had a very good experience with contraceptive for a long time. And it was more about then realising that there was a difference. And a lot of friends that didn't, in terms of that idea, again, of being really moody, it's because your hormones dictate so much more than just am I on or off my period they can metabolism there's you know everything within our system is this kind of fine balance and actually when your moods and your kind of experience of your moods are being so massively impacted by your chemicals you don't think about that we're not trained to think oh it might be a chemical thing we're trained Mm -hmm. to think it's me yeah and that's you know and then again in an era of emotional intelligence and us being much more attuned or having to be much more attuned it's an amazing thing to start to educate women but I think also being real that women's health has been kind of ignored for a really Mm -hmm. long time which is crazy because I mean not gonna lie all humans stem from us yeah integral yeah Yeah. and it's (laughs) you know and this is why I always think trying to come at it from a positive perspective um and it came from the pla- the fact that, you know, I had my own hormonal issue. So I had a business before I started this, which I sold. And as part of that process, I got really bad. What they what I describe, well, you're not allowed to say this clinically, but adrenal fatigue. So okay. basically my cortisol level, so my stress level was really, really high. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I was okay, but my periods totally stopped. Oh, really? um, and I didn't realize. And then I would go to the doctors and they would be like, oh, you might be infertile. And, you, you know, all this incredibly terrifying information yeah. that I was being given. And actually, then I had the privilege of having access to capital because the business was doing very well. It was very successful. And I then went and like saw a nutritionist. I had like a personal trainer. And that's how I was able to unpack actually the problem, which was just my stress levels. And I couldn't go and do loads of spin or boxing. I had to actually just do loads of low energy like yoga so that I could kind of reduce the amount of adrenaline and stress that was in my body. Yeah. And it wasn't until I got into that rhythm that I was able to realize that it was hormonal and I was at this point I was 29 and I was like thought I had like got my life down and I was like how on earth is it that I can like build a business I can do all these amazing things and I have no idea what's going on inside my body and I was like well actually that's because that's not how we're trained or taught mm-hmm. I was like right well we have to do that has to change yeah. because for women in an era where we're supposed to have it all and we're supposed to be you know incredibly like you know sexy and amazing yeah. and successful and like all these things it's like yeah. my brain yeah. is exploding already yeah. just thinking about it and 
you know, actually being able to give women that baseline means that we can start to give women a real kind of opportunity to actually understand what they want from life and how they can better kind of manage that. But again, from a health perspective, the reason it doesn't exist is because a lot of technology is funded by guys. Mm -hmm. A lot of the science and the way that, you know, we think about our bodies is from like a male clinician's Mm. perspective. And one of the doctors we've got working with us, who's an amazing psychologist in the States, she specializes in women's mood disorders. And the biggest problem she was facing was that she was finding that basically there was a lot of misdiagnosis of bipolar for women so male doctors weren't asking them when they were getting their lows yeah and and it was basically this reality that actually then she was having to give them paper diaries to track it Mm -hmm. and again we were saying well why everything evolves around our device right everything that we're doing in terms of tracking writing down in a paper diary is that of like archaic terminology not only is this science being ignored but also this is really bad practice so you know there is an important part of being able to connect with other women if you are experiencing challenges and and your doctor but the actual reporting side of it should be like anything else that we do which is basically via an app right yeah yeah so it was like multiple reasons that it doesn't exist but it is crazy that even in 2019 that we're having this conversation and it's not something that we're all aware of already yeah but yeah no it's absolutely bonkers but it's not just an app though is it you have a platform where it's you know there's articles that educate it's educational and basically the kind of premise of when it started in 2017 was that we wanted to re-educate women Mm -hmm. on this power that you have inside your body Mm. so to do that it was all well and good that you have an app but actually there's a lot more information and a lot more that we were discovering in that discovery process um so we built a team which is both from a technology perspective so all the engineers that we work with are women um and also from an editorial perspective we work with doctors and nutritionists to be able to build out a library essentially of content which doesn't really exist anywhere else like a library of things where you can just go and be like okay well what is cortisol you know what is estrogen you know these words which we're because I use these words all the time because Mm. I've been researching for two and a half years but actually before I started researching I didn't really even know what that was like Mm. what what these words mean are really important because then we can start to articulate more about oh actually it's probably because I'm like higher in estrogen right now and you know again we start to build out a new language for women to talk about your moods and your emotions which includes these kind of more scientific terms but also just phrases and kind of texture yeah so yeah the editorial side of the business is also really important in terms of actually us getting this message out in a much bigger way and what we hope is that as we start to build the network and the community the women start to come forward and say well this is what I want to understand more about yeah Um, and we use the social channels for some of that at the moment but we've got a big launch happening in March and that's where we're really starting to kind of elevate and start to ask the questions of what do women want to know more about so rather than us just be an authority from the perspective of what Mm. we think is relevant asking um, which is also quite a unique female trait, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Asking what people want rather than assuming. Yeah, um, we were saying earlier about how blood is slowly being introduced into the mainstream media, yeah. and how it's finally happening. And it's like it's 2019, <laughs> but it's like it's happening slowly. But you've come away from using the color red. Yeah, and it was so. 
I mean, I'm all for every conversation around this, and I do think it is nuts, right? Yeah. That it's like, oh wow, we've put blood on a sanitary towel, and no, that's like yeah. groundbreaking, which is positive, but yeah. it's like, are we really that far behind? Yeah, it shouldn't um, be groundbreaking, <laughs> but it is. But the weird thing is, I never really noticed that it was like blue liquid before. Oh I don't know how that didn't really process in my brain. I just didn't it's just normalize, mm-hmm. right? Because I've been seeing it for twenty, like yeah. almost twenty-eight years, and yeah. No, and I think honestly, if dudes have been bleeding from their penises for the last like. <laughs> there would be like free sanitary products and toilet like toilet paper right it's crazy that sanitary products are even something that we have as a luxury and that's a whole different like issue and topic um, which is a book Um, but the mainstream kind of integration of blood is great but yeah we deliberately chose to not use red because for us there's a kind kind of and this is a slight cultural thing there's a slight signifier of danger negative um in red but also we were kind of saying well every phase has pros and cons right Mm -hmm. yes you're bleeding for five days and don't get me wrong like there are irritating factors to that at certain points however your estrogen is actually starting to rise and as a general rule even though you have like discomfort and experience certain things because of the bleed there are other things which are more positive and rather than us kind of position this as like i'm bleeding it's negative actually really start to use you know every part of the app in terms of the colors and the phases mm-hmm. to again re-educate this idea that actually not every part of your cycle is bad if you can see the positive in it mm-hmm. then you can kind of embrace it a lot more yeah um but it was a deliberate decision yeah to to not use red but i also don't think that there's any like i said before any bad conversation because ultimately everyone just needs to be making it more normal right because mm-hmm. this idea of anything that's normal is just a sustained behavior in society and everything can be changed if we decide that something that's been normal for a really long time isn't okay and you're seeing this in terms of the way that women want to be spoken to you know the way that women want to be perceived in the workplace you know what is kind of we we have to re-educate and there is a bit of time that that takes yeah. you can't be like right that's not normal anymore we should therefore just change behavior it takes a bit of like and it takes a conversation as well about why it's not normal and you know you can get really angry about the fact that women's health has been ignored for a long time and we've been kind of you've been using blue liquid like something like that but i've just never really thought about it which yeah. is so so weird i know so. but it, it's like the shaving thing when people were shaving onto completely hairless skin like that was yeah. groundbreaking when they use the hair in yeah. the advert so so yeah, yeah but i think it is it's absolutely madness and i think it is like periods can still be such a taboo topic and people feel really uncomfortable talking about them or like if they bleed accidentally it's yeah. such a hum it seems that people see it as being a really humiliating thing and it makes me really sad that it, that's how it's still perceived as being like dirty and humiliating and stuff like that when actually it's just it's just human nature i know and it but it is about preparation and getting ahead and don't get me wrong like oh my gosh i've got so many hilarious stories again in this fundraising process like well i actually came on my period during a pitch which was an awful pitch anyway and the guy that i was pitching to was a bit of a loser and i was just like i don't want your money but i'm gonna have to do this anyway and i literally came on my period but i was sitting on a really expensive ames chair wearing beige corduroy and i was like it the irony of being talking about an app which helps you get ahead of all these things well being so not taking my own advice basically so um not only does it happen it's also like it doesn't you know i'm i'm then knowing these situations and knowing this reality but it does take time to be able to kind of um get yourself into a a phase and it is like you know it is frustrating because you you are it is about preparation you have to think about it 
it is something so just having something to alert you and give you the awareness of like what those things are and you know even I don't always listen like I'm like in this so hard obviously with like all the knowledge and experience over the last couple of years but even that I still get caught out and so it's just giving women as much chance to be ahead yeah um, and also just for something to tell you that you are normal like you're you're maybe out of character behavior today is normal it's just part of the process of us being women yeah Yeah, and I think that needs to be slightly more accepted by everyone yeah instead of people holding people to this sort of like standard that oh you should be in control of your emotions at all time because you should be when actually we have dips and it is completely natural so I think anything that makes people feel more accepted in their own behavior and their feelings and feel more validated is a really positive like move forward yeah and I well obviously I agree yeah and I think that the community aspect I think the power of women is community as well and the support that you have from other women and it's another reason why we wanted to build a kind of female-led team because actually there's a very real difference in nuance in the way that women communicate with each other Mm -hmm. and I hope that that changes and I hope that that kind of emotional intelligence and that tunedness becomes completely like homogenized across every gender but I think that it is something that we can harness right now and use to kind of elevate but on the other side of it um yeah understanding and knowledge really is power yeah so that's an exciting era hopefully that we're all kind of going into where we can kind of be more supportive of each other in in times where we're feeling kind of a bit stressed out I have a vaguely random question (laughs) so with women who because this is literally a hot topic with me and my friends with women who take the contraceptive pill and they don't have a break how would that work Mm. so what we've done is we've built content so in the app you can just in the vital section change to say if you so for example if you weren't on the pill and then you went on the pill yeah you can tell it what kind of contraceptive and then basically what we've done is we've pulled out content which is again from doctors about what happens what what is their experience but also from other women's experiences of contraceptive you know actually what we found is the power of shared experience is more interesting so the bigger we build the community the more experiences we can share right so there isn't one size fits all and you know even though I have a really amazing group of mates who we like share loads like actually none of them have the same cycle as me but Mm -hmm. actually being able to see well these are the patterns and as we build the community the vision is that we can share the patterns between the community so if you're somebody that always experiences bloating at certain points in the month then you know actually that's more like this kind of girl and you can share the, the knowledge is then shared mm. so it isn't about connecting women directly at the moment in yeah. terms of the app because we wanted to avoid um competing mm. so we didn't want it to be about winning we wanted it to yeah. be about you understanding yourself yeah but from a contraceptive perspective there is a lot of information out there it's just about sharing that information yeah. so that women are informed so it's not about saying you should or shouldn't do anything it's about just going into a doctor or going into whoever you're kind of talking to and feeling as though you know the conversation and you're even just armed with the words because yeah. the the guinea pig process that we go through as women with contraceptive I think is quite fascinating it's Myself insane yeah 100% yeah. you can be put on five different pills mm-hmm. and then none of them can work for you and then you try a, like maybe an implant and yeah. then you you know you put on half a stone and that yeah. picks you out or you and bleed for three months continuously yeah. or you don't bleed at all and yeah. 
And you, at the end of the day, the only person you're going to see really is your doctor. And if your friends won't talk to you about it, how are you going to share experiences? Mm-hmm. So it is incredible that you have created this thing where people can share their experiences because it's priceless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the kind of, because the plan is that as we build out in this year, so 2019 is a really big year for us. Like we've been kind of closed away, building the team, building the technology, making sure that we also didn't want to build something that had a negative impact mm-hmm. for women. We wanted to be due diligent in making sure that it had a positive output and it wasn't yeah. like a kind of bubble of fake news or something awful yeah. that we would be creating um, so we, we wanted to create something safe not selling data we wanted to build you know an ethical technology which is what we kind of describe it as um, but then looking at well how do we connect women in the real world so actually the really powerful element is rather than connecting people in tech how do you then build communities where if you're local to London or New York or wherever you can you know or even like far out like anywhere really who are the women in the Moody Month community that you want to meet up with and Mm. actually go and talk to other women who are experiencing something so if I mean again the irony being I've never had really bad PMS symptoms but it wasn't until my period stopped that I really got attuned to it Mm -hmm. and going and meeting and talking to other women that had had similar experiences completely transformed my experience because it just didn't make me feel like I was on my own I I felt so guilty that I had got so obsessed with work and pushing myself and success and all these things which you know I was told in one breath to do and then in another breath were like basically causing my body to shut down and then talking to other women that had been through a similar thing completely made that guilt go away yeah so that's the other really powerful thing that we're going live with in the next few months which I'm really excited about that's amazing that's so exciting yeah and everyone can talk about everything yes (laughs) (laughs) the main thing is that you know try it and use it and when you can get ahead of it and it is just for us right now is about talking about it as much as possible and just getting people to use it and also feeding back to us so you know we're using the social we're using the instagram at the moment to be able to like get people to feed back and tell us what's working um but yeah there's going to be quite a kind of uptick from kind of march april time because mm-hmm. we've done no actual promotion yet at all have you not no oh, so amazing. it's all been like really organic and everyone's yeah. kind of grown but we've got you know almost a 20k strong community right now on the app and we want to kind of just get it to as many women as possible to be able to identify you know who does it work for if there are women that it doesn't work for why how can we kind of improve it um and just being really open to that conversation so that we can really start to do something positive and change so yeah downloading moody month would probably be the only thing i would suggest for people to do and um where can people find you on instagram uh so everything is moody month um we are so for anyone that's on android we're really sorry we are working on it Um, it's just taking we don't have an android app yet which is the only thing that um, we are getting pushed back on and it's just literally because we're trying to do 100 million things at once and there is um, we're actually going through a funding round at the moment um which uh, hopefully will be close soon and that is going to be part of a, a bigger piece in august september time so that's kind of yeah. when we want to get it live but yeah it's on ios at the moment um so app store and then yeah all channels are moody month amazing yeah cool well thank you so much for coming on it's been such a pleasure to have you yeah it's been amazing thank you so knowledgeable about periods knowledge is power someone actually gave me a nickname of menstruate me oh god that's awful but anyway (laughs) it's amazing though but also awful on equal levels i know right (laughs) (laughs) gotta own it though yeah Yeah, Yeah, well thank you so much and thank you everyone for listening and as usual please rate and subscribe and come back next week Bye. bye goodbye